Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Greg Pickens, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 13, verses 18 through 23. Jesus said, Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away that which is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. Here ends the lesson. Parables are these amazing truth-telling devices that were quite common in the first century. Most of the rabbis taught with them because they are usually quite short, easy to remember, and they are multi-layered meaning more than one lesson can be wrung out of them, depending on how much a disciple wishes to learn and be challenged. Jesus used this parable to teach the ways that the word of the kingdom goes unfulfilled in the world. The images are powerful, and they do get the point across. The story on its own would be a worthy guide in one's search for the face of the Savior. But there's another way to see this story. Jesus was also telling his followers about why individual people have trouble taking his teachings to heart. Seen this way, the parable describes two dangers that will cripple one's ability and desire to accept the word and follow the Lord. The first danger is the work of evil in the world and in the very lives of humans. Turn on the TV and we see the result of evil in the world. People who only look out for themselves, never helping others. In fact, injuring other humans out of sport or hate. To understand the second danger, it is helpful to think of the parable as poetry, with the different soils representing the soft and hard places of our own spiritual lives. Now, most of us have no trouble with much of what Jesus gives to those who wish to follow him. These teachings find fertile ground in our spiritual lives. It doesn't seem that hard to not lie or cheat or abscond with the properties of others. But when Jesus says to love one another as I have loved you, it is with this command that we may find some unexpected rocky soil within our own hearts. What does Jesus mean when he instructs his followers to love one another as I have loved you? 
When Jesus says to love, it has the connotation of self-sacrifice. The love of Jesus is always shown to have a cost to himself. It is rarely easy and never cheap. Jesus calls each of us to serve others in a way that may well be outside of what we're used to. If it feels uncomfortable or if we feel put upon, I'm telling you, this is not a bad thing. On the contrary, this is only evidence of what we know already, that our spiritual journeys are never over. We have more to do. Surely this is what the first disciples felt as they did their best to follow our Lord. The church invites us this Easter season to experience the whole of our spiritual lives, the deep, black, alluvial soil where the teachings of Christ have found easy and solid purchase, and also those rocky portions where we are mature enough to see how we resist the Lord's leading. We all are encouraged to use this season to dig deep, to be self-reflective, to know viscerally that we, as disciples of Jesus, need the resurrection power of the Christ in every part of our lives, in every part of our hearts, in every part of our spiritual journeys. Let each of us make preparations to carry the good news of Easter far beyond these 50 days. Let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.